face it gray, paved the way, chase the rain, release the pain, least you sane, getting paid, trend setting, brighter days, dope rats, tight as set, high and jelly, I'm a fighter jet, Jeremy King. What's good, everyone? We are back. Major League Pod is reloaded, dare I say. I'm Rob Kammer of the MLW Confusion Podcast, and with me, the Burgermeister of Buffalo, Muffins Martinez, back with more MLW action. We are talking about Reload this past week, the first of the premium YouTube events, is that what we're calling them now, of the new year, so hoping to start YouTube off with a bang. I mean, this 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 is has to be like the worst idea I've ever heard from any company do something like this. Instead of going weekly like everybody else does with episodes and have your monthly pay-per-view, they decided to go, okay, well, you know, we're going to save more money. We're going to do it a different way. We're going to do our monthly pay-per-view. And before that, we'll do the tapings from 7 to 8 and then more tapings from 10 to 11. And then, oh, let's do it as a monthly free youtube and being sports attraction so instead of giving us the weekly shows now it's bi-weekly every two weeks now we get to see wrestling from lmw so you get to see them for one one saturday a month and then another saturday on youtube i guess that's the new thing to do i guess so. yeah and yeah i think and i've made my displeasure for this known because just because of mlw's business habits we'll say that they're that they tend not to hype things up terribly well during an off season and whatnot uh and now that now they're now they're having an off season like every other week um but you know it, it's you know i'm not a fan of it i don't think it's a giant negative necessarily speaking except for like people like me who like to do content every single week and now like i really can't do that on the mlw front but that that's just that's my biased you know uh, opinion on that one um well but, look at myself mlw and wa and those on the break till february 6th when everything goes into their app cw app and now this year so I'm just sitting here waiting for the for to do our shows every other week now and, and now I'm uploading the old interviews into audios to hit the RSS and everyone else who, who hasn't able to see our uh, interviews on YouTube now you can listen to them so that's why I had to spread stuff out yeah and I will put out you know if we're going to cheap plug things like I've moved on to giving a spotlight to a smaller indie every other week now too on the off weeks so this past week i gave a shout out to mid-states wrestling who uh, works primarily out of like the southern missouri arkansas oklahoma area uh their show was fun to watch and i look to continue this going on until i don't know whenever we got something going on but i will say um but yeah as i said like i i think i don't think it'll make like i don't think it'll hurt mlw business big picture uh you know maybe just to the diehards who are really trying to pay attention to and keep track of things every week i think the only time it would uh probably be a detrimental to the brand is if that event isn't very good or is kind of mediocre and spoiler alert or at least in my humble opinion uh you know i didn't i I wasn't feeling this year event in terms of like the overall i shouldn't say presentation but just 
how the matches flowed and some of the prog- uh, lack of progression or differing progression of the stories. Like, I just wasn't feeling it. So, like, for me, like, the every other week thing kind of hurt me now because now, like, the only cool thing going on was the big event on uh, Fight TV, Triller TV, you know, whatever we're going to call it. And there isn't, like, uh, there isn't a way to maintain, you know, to rebuild that momentum for another couple of weeks so if you're so at least with when fusion was on every week if fusion was terrible you know if hopefully the next week we could rebuild some of that momentum and now we got to wait a little bit longer leaving possibly leaving a poor taste in somebody's mouth and now we have to wait till february 3rd which is two weeks from now to see something new but again, this again, like this is this is more like sour. Uh, I was okay, maybe not sour grapes is not the best term, but it's just more of just like a weird brando opinion of a guy who's overlooking and overthinking the product, which is what I pretend to get paid to do. <laughs> anyway, let's we can pay for this. What? I mean, I, I mean, I'm not seeing. Uh, okay, I'm not seeing any residuals for, from my appearances here, but I, I'm making about a cup of coffee a month off of uh, con. Oops, no. my finances allowed. Uh, uh, anywho, so let, let's get back on track. Let, let's talk about this here reload. Uh, featherweights had a had a were uh, surprisingly well represented in terms of time overall time yes. on the show. Uh, yes. We start start off the opening contest with the magnificent Mimi and yes. the Federette Zeta Steel. What did you think, Muffins? I, I actually enjoy the match. I, I want to say, and, and I don't want to be too like crazy about it, but I think it was the first time I seen Mimi actually look good in the ring. I, I've always had an issue with Mimi is she looks good. She looks tall enough. And I forget everything else about her. Only that she's a redhead. <laughs> That's it. That's all I see Mimi as. But this past week, she actually put in a, a good effort. And I actually like her being part of the uh, the federal division. You know, hopefully she'll get signed in the future and we see more of her. But so far, I mean, we're definitely seeing a lot of Mimi here. Uh, Seda did what she's supposed to do. I mean, if we knew Seda was going to win this match to keep her momentum going for the featherweight title. But overall, I really, really enjoy the match. And, you know, hopefully we get to see more of Mimi, this type of Mimi. Um, I thought the match was kind of clunky uh, myself, and I thought it was interesting that they did the heel versus heel dynamic and kind of like tried to out heel each other. But I don't know if it was just uh, the just two younger workers, or yes. and they, and so there was really no one to lead properly, or if they just I don't know. Sometimes people just don't gel. But like I yes. thought the match was a little clunky in that front, especially when Mimi missed that spin kick. Yes, like that. Like it wasn't just like oh wrestling's fake missed it. It was like she airballed it. Like yeah, Zeta was already like going to the corner when yeah, and like the second and, like, time and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, and like you said, the age definitely has to do something with it. I'm pretty sure I what. I think both of them are under 22, maybe. Yeah. So it's yeah, definitely, I, you know, you're gonna, you know, you're gonna give it what you pay for, and with the youth movement, these things that you're gonna get with, with like you mentioned, two younger talent, and no one is leading the other person. Well, and as you kind of put it too, uh, like with Mimi, like at least you remember what a Mimi is. 
like you may not have been impressed with what she was doing in the ring yes but you know you get like hey it's the redhead like so you at least identify her in the future i mean may yes. not, that's that may not be the best way to look at a talent exactly. but, but it's but it's better than nothing yeah. because um, that's how i remember her from nxt sloan jacobs was oh the redhead yeah. i mean when, when she was there and she wrestled in nxt and she had her couple of matches there was nothing special that jumped out. Okay, why do I remember Mimi for? Like, who was Sloan Jacobs at that time? And there wasn't much of anything else. Okay, it's, it's the redhead. Now, that's that the only way I remember who she was. Because it was, she was just there. Was, there was nothing ever special that grabbed you and go, okay, I remember her now. And again, these are both two young workers. They need yes. to get, and the best way to get better is to get your reps in. So, so, and I will also put over like Zeta. Like, I really like Zeta. Like, I yes. like presence character wise. Like, she's yes. getting it. And so, once you know, once she gets the in her case, especially once you get the some of that experience under the belt and you can like lead things, like it, once it clicks with her, it's going to click hard. Yeah. Um, because she's already getting some of that character stuff down. She's yes. got that, she's already got the presence on the mic. Um, and it's, so we're just waiting for the rest of the stuff to fall, fall in place, and that just takes time. Yeah, and, 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 and I like her backstage stuff, you know, that have her do stuff. She's funny. I mean, I, I like yeah. her whole attitude, her acting. I like everything about her. So that's how you stand out more than anybody else is when us fans can gravitate. Oh, I know, I know, say that. Yeah, say that does this and this and this and this. And then you go to Mimi and you go, like, well, I don't know her, but she's the redhead, the tall redhead. You know, and that's, you know, that's kind of bad about it, but yeah. Yeah. Fun fact, if you want to stand out and get under her skin, start yell, uh, yell, start yelling for Mr. St. Laurent when you see yes. her at live events, because yes. she'll figure out who you are rather quickly that way. <laughs> Anywho. Where's the fat guy at? <laughs> exactly. Uh, so, yeah. Moving on from there, uh, we got news coming in for Intimidation Games, which is uh, the end of February. Minoru Suzuki is returning. Angry Murder Grandpa is returning to MLW. Uh, I will, you know, I will uh, be happy just to see him back. Um, and I kind of like a sick part of me kind of wants him to uh, fight Love Doug. Mm. They, they've not announced who he's facing yet, but I, I want I want to see him take on Love Doug just because they now have they ha they do technically have MLW history because yeah. <laughs> Doug got the taste slapped out of his mouth on the street. Oh God, this is going to be a that's going to be a total murder if that happens. Oh, and it'll be the best murder. I love Love Doug, but like these are also matches that like that I can live for too. Yeah. Uh, that being said, there are also a bunch of other veritable dream matches to be had in MLW involving Minoru Suzuki, whether it's the likes of the one called Manders, I rolled my eyes at, but I think they would gel rather well. Uh, you know, almost any member of WTF, I think, mm -hmm. would, would be a fun matchup. Uh, you know, they have a whole roster of folks that would make for good matches with Suzuki. Uh, I, I, I my quasi-joking aside. Yeah, I think a good a good match will be him against Riddle. Yeah, I, I just avoid talking about him though because I'm a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> we can move on. Yes. But but yeah but yeah I uh, yeah so Suzuki's coming back so I'm yes. a fan of it so yes. great times on that. Our next match, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on this muffin. Steph Delander versus Good Brother Number Three, baby. Shake your I, head. I, I hate a great this. match. I, 
I hated this match. I didn't know. I didn't know what the hell was going on. I was so lost. I didn't know if it was a match, if they were just doing improv inside the ring. It was they, fet- they were living out their fetish. That's what they were doing. They, they could have done this <laughs> as a backstage segment, you know, or pre-taped somewhere else. Yeah, this was just a total waste of anything and everything. Basically, just this is the last time we'll see Steph Delander unless Cardona comes back. But yeah, I I never got this. I was so lost. I was so happy when it was over because I, I was just like, what is going on here? I, I was watching it and I'm like, I love this, but I but I'm sitting there going, man, Muffins is gonna hate this. Oh god, dude! Like I I was so lost. Like I literally, I I rewound it a couple of times just okay, what? Because I my brain just cannot figure what the hell was going on. So I had to go back and start over again. I'm like, okay, what is this about again? Like, what's the point of this? Like, I, I don't get this. So yeah, man, that was horrible. I'm sorry, it was horrible. Oh no, I knew like it, it was nothing but shtick. So I knew you were gonna hate it, like regard regardless if you thought you got it or not. It was nothing but meta commentary, and dare I say, a couple living out their fetishes in front of that, yeah. in front of everybody. Yeah, I, um, I mean, they, they, took, they took some wrestling time from somebody else. I mean, we could have seen a young tag team or somebody have a good match. You know, Lucky Thirteen or somebody be out there doing something even if he gets squashed you know at least has some something important happening this was not important to anything yeah. it didn't make no I, sense so why yeah and if i have one complaint about it is that it was almost its own little island like the, it didn't it didn't further the good no. brother number three no. wtf feud it you know it, and it was long yeah um as i said yeah, i thoroughly enjoyed it I thoroughly enjoyed it, but it's, it's this. This is the kind of match that I'm referring to. About this is why we need a fusion or weekly yes. television because yes. you're gonna have you're going to market a special event and you have this and like th- this is going to turn off. I would say probably about fifty percent of your wrestling audience because it's way too sticky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so so I get it. I, I, I thought it was entertaining, but then again, I you know, I, I am also a lot of times the lowest common denominator as well. <laughs> and just the thought of and I and the and I enjoyed the concept of Good Brother Number Three uh, doing a stri- uh, do, uh, doing a striptease, and just like the man said, I am now divorced because that's what happens when Good Brother Number Three does a striptease. Yeah. Uh, moving on from there, we have our Clash of Styles. Jimmy Lloyd taking on number one, Ichiban. Selena De La Marenta made her uh, first proper on-screen appearance for this match as well. Um, Ichiban picks up the win despite the shenanigans. Yes. So he's continued looking strong. And then the fallout from this match is that Ichiban does get his match with Azuka with Rocky Romero for the middleweight championship. Yes. Which I think I think it's time to take the title off Asuka and give it to uh, Ichiban number one there. So I definitely see a title switch coming up at the next show. Um, this match was decent. I mean, I actually I didn't hate it, but I didn't like it that much. But I did like the wrestling aspect of it, and I liked the finishing maneuver from the top of the cage 
or I'm mean, the the ladder. Yeah, hopped off the ladder and then sprinted yeah, on the ladder. Off the ropes. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was kind of cool because his finishing maneuver already looks weird as it does, but this just made it kind of look even weirder. And then you're like, okay, that was kind of cool. So yeah, so and then all those shenanigans that happened now getting his uh, title match. So yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't that great. But I did enjoy it. I, I'm I'm just so sick of all this hardcore matches man you know ladders just coming in out of the blue for no reason at all and all this kind of shit i could deal for one, one match a show i just not every time well and this is like my pet peeve with one of my pet peeves with mlw and their matchmaking right now too is that they've never explicitly ever said like we are now you know there's no dqs or whatever or weapons are legal they've never said that it's just like occasionally like randomly here's a match with la with uh, with chairs here's a random match with ladders in it for no you know discernible reason yeah. um but that being said yeah the match itself was like if you're going to look at it in a pure wrestling aspect it was it was all right but it did what it was supposed to do it helped put ichiban over he yep. got he fought through the shenanigans and we got the next beat of the story yes. so we are going to see the next match in, in that well in that series in the storyline so uh, he is going to get his title shot of course jimmy lloyd losing this match is also probably going to get a title shot because that's what jimmy lloyd does in mlw loses a loses matches gets a title shot for no yes. good reason so i court i'm still available i i have no wins in mlw too so i i will no i will fight for no wins and no appearances at the show, but I'll definitely get a title match. Yeah, I I, I have one less win than Jimmy Lloyd, so uh, hey, I, you, I I could totally go for the uh, open weight championship because I have been wait. You you might get it on the May eleventh. You know, I try I try I, I tried to uh, win the tag team titles this weekend, and uh, well, I, it didn't work yeah. out for me. Unfortunately, uh, not. Down down there, uh, justice didn't show up. There's some other cowboy. Uh, the wife doesn't support me in these endeavors because she wants to take the titles from me. So I can't actually win. I can't win a title because she's just going to 24-7 it off my waist anyway. There you go. When you're sleeping. <laughs> no, she, uh, you laugh, but she's already said it. Uh, we, 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 ha we, have, we have recorded evidence for those of you at the uh, MLW Confusion pa Patreon where we have uh, at home.exe, the Patreon exclusive podcast, which I host with her. And we spent, uh, like, spoiler alert, we spend most of it bickering. Yes. <laughs> but, but, she, but, she, but, but I've been. But I, but I have implied that I am going to win a uh, that I am going to win a title, and then she's pretty much just you know said that she's going to beat me for it anyway. Just either e either twenty four seven rules, or as soon as I win it, she's just going to invoke a challenge and take hey, off me because hey, I am not over say. the slightest. And you know what they say: once you get married, it's fifty percent. Oh, but fifty yeah. percent in the middle. She gets hers, you get yours. So she, once you get it, she's going to get it back from you. It's that simple. Just let it go. Well, she's more over than I am anyway, so right. so you know she she should oh. have the title. <laughs> uh following this, we have our TJ uh, TJ TJWP. Uh, uh, there we go. Spit it out. Spit it yes. out, Rob. Moku Miyamoto versus now Kakuna, a yes. special exhibition match. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I also didn't think this match was like that great either like I, again like i didn't necessarily think our opponents gelled very well together uh i did i think it was a touch on the clunky side and then and then personal opinion wise uh 
Mia uh, Moku's spot where she does the karate chop totally yes. fell flat with me. Like, don't get wrong. Like, I love me a good karate chop, but don't spend five minutes thinking about it. Thinking about it. Like, and if you spend that much time thinking about it and you miss it, like, it makes you look terrible. Or in the case where she actually hit it, it didn't lead to the finish anyway. So you yeah. spent like five minutes measuring the exact spot you are going to chop your opponent. And it you didn't know. finish him off. Like, you know. did you really measure? You know, you measure twice, see. cut once. Yeah, this this is where you kind of go to yourself and go, okay, there's, there's stardom wrestling, all females. There's a bunch of different, all other females. And then you have the TJPW promotion. And then you look at the ladies and you go, okay, this is the reason why that match looked like that. There's yeah. our young, brand new, maybe been wrestling for a year, maybe two, if that. So like you said, we're going to get what you're going to get. They're going to get experience as they go. And, you know, they did the best they could. It, it, it was it was funky from the beginning, even when they ring the bell and the referee could go and, like, go. And they just kept looking at each other, like, and the referee and the referee going, like, go, go. And they just kept looking at each other and, uh, wait, like, like, go, go. Like, the bell already rang. Let's go. So... Yeah, but you know that's I mean I, I enjoy it because at least we got to see some female wrestling, young you know future wrestlers that we might not see ever again in the states. We might see them again ten years from now, you know, in in a bigger role. And you go, oh, I remember her, I remember her from uh, Willow. I watched that on YouTube, you know. And you go like, oh my, you know, she's grew now and and she's better now, but. You know, those, those are the type of partnerships that you get. I'm still upset that we keep getting people from other promotions here, but you never get to see people from MLW go to other shows to portray there. I mean, why isn't Jada Kai, Janai Kai, or or, or Delmi Exo having a match in TJPW? And then, you know, we could see it here as, as one of the part of the shows. Oh, you know, Delmi was just a part of this show. Here's the full match, and you give us the full match. They haven't done that yet to, yeah. with any except for Asuka because he already wrestled there. <laughs> yeah, he was already there. Uh, you know, speculation for me, like again, I, I don't have the I'm not backstage by Eastern Tavaja. I just assume that MLW's booking fo folks as they're in America rather than like rather than it being like an actual like yes. full-on partnership. I just yes. assume I just assume like, oh hey, Rocky's in yeah, Rocky is available in the US these dates, which happen to coincide with our show yes. or you know whatever like don't get wrong i think i mean i think there is some pen to paper ish stuff because like the official twitter like the official social medias of the other companies are referencing this partnership it's just we're not seeing it but we're not seeing a talent exchange out of it we're just well, we're, and, we're, it was just court bringing folks in and, and then they just mentioned the one with uh, the australia company yeah uh, so how Pro. is that gonna work are, are we gonna see guys from australia coming over are we going to send anybody from MLW over there? You know, I, I would like, if, if it's going to be a partnership, then make it a partnership. Like, really send some people over for a feud and let us, you know, tell us what's going on on a weekly basis or whatever on, on your social media. That's what social media is there for. Use it. Right. Well... Well, maybe, maybe we'll get a talent exchange because after the match, uh, Love Dog got himself a date. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was mad about this. I was really upset about this. How do you go from being 
the fanboy of Becca, the number one pop artist out here, saying that you are her, her his admirer for what for months and months and months, and now all of a sudden you just drop Becca like that and jump to the other one? Oh, I've been a secret admirer of yours for what? How you met her? Well, that, that's his, possible. That's his thing. That he is wrestling stupid. He, he has enough love for everyone. He loves everyone. That's what Love Doug is. Love Doug is love. Well, at least I was happy that he got a yes. And, I, and honestly, I agree with Stryker. I don't think she understood half of the questions that was being asked her. So she might be saying, you know, something else. And he said yes. And they went from there. I hope they kind of pick up where they left off and actually shows an actual date on YouTube. That would be that would be fun. On social that, media, that like you know, what happened afterwards, they went out on a date, you know, they went to see Philly. That'll be that'll be kind of cool if they do that. You know, just give us something on social media on, on a you know, just cut it here and there and you know, oh we're gonna next tomorrow we'll show you the, the second part of the date. That'll be fun. I mean I would love to see that. <laughs> I, that would be a lot of fun, and I hope they did do something like that. The wife speculates she said yes just to get a free meal before she went back to Japan. <laughs> <laughs> She's just using Doug for free food. <laughs> Philly's hey. finest cheesesteaks. There you go. Yeah, you know, it's America. You know, things are different this time. So she probably is trying to get a, a free meal before she heads back. Because that's, that's a long flight. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Philly's but... cheesesteaks are good, so she might, you know... She might take some for the flight too. There you go. Uh, following this, uh, sp uh, following up on our backstage Zeta talks, we had a rather interesting skit with uh, Zeta's uh, things going missing, only to discover the notorious BRG Brett Ryan Goslin in the bathroom with Zeta's stuff, like curling his hair and. <laughs> Now, isn't this guy supposed to be Becca's boyfriend? Yeah, and he's going through like that was my thing. It's like he he is you know supposedly hot and heavy with someone else, and now he's just going through some other woman's stuff, using and... her stuff for her car to do his hair, and then they're gonna go shopping. Yeah, because uh, is... it turns out they sh they share the same uh, the same love of whatever like perfume that was that he had so... never seen in person before, but Zeta had with her WTF been dumped on national TV on back-to-back -back segments. We haven't seen Becca in months because of house arrest. And, and now she lost her secret admirer and lost her boyfriend and she hasn't been there to even say anything about this. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. That, that just... That one, that one just like was out and left field. I yeah, got. That, that is that is not where I uh, that's not yeah. where I thought that uh, segment was going to go. No, <laughs> for better or for worse. Yes, yes, uh, it, was, it was for worse then. For them. <laughs> Any, for anything, Becca. anything that dicks over Becca is the worst. Uh, but speaking of more featherweights, uh, fe more featherweight action. Really short match. Uh, Tiara James versus Delmi Exo. Um, like I was really surprised how this match turned out. Like it was really, it was, it was almost a squash. Like, like James, like James got some offense in and yes. then just got rolled up and that was it. And yeah, I thought, and it was weird because commentary was really putting over James too. And they said like, she'd never been pinned in MLW, which I don't Did think is true. Yeah. Which I don't think, yeah, I was going to say like, I don't, I thought, didn't she lose to Becca? <laughs> like, yes. 
Like, uh, she lost to a bunch of people. Yeah. And like some, like I know a couple, like the, so, like the one was like a triple threat match, so that only like yes. half counts. That only half counts. But they're like, she's never been pinned, and I'm like, I think she got pinned in her debut. Yes. Uh, but they were really like really trying to put over James just for her to get rolled up very quick and right next to the ropes. So not only did she lose like out of nowhere, she also lost in a way that she that was like 100% preventable. Like, I'm pretty sure she could have grabbed that rope if she really wanted to. And, and the way that she got rolled up too was kind of weird because she stopped, she definitely stopped there and she could have moved away from being rolled up. She could have taken that step forward and the match could get going. And she just kind of stopped, felt and looked and went through her hair like this and got rolled up. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what happened. Yeah, like the, the, how it happened like almost made, almost, almost made me wonder if she got hurt. Like but but I haven't heard anything one way or another. But I was just I, it just really struck me odd is that they were really putting over Tiara as like the future yes. of the featherweights, and not, then they just and uh, yeah, and then they just pin her. And then to make matters worse, like I'm a firm believer that loss wins and losses in and of themselves don't necessarily matter that much. But it's how you it's how you frame the wins and their losses. This loss I felt hurt tiara because one it was just a flash out of nowhere and it looked totally preventable and two unless we're going to see something on social media which we won't or at the next event which is a maybe there's no follow-up she just went like oh i lost and wandered off and Del yeah, yeah like she just kind of looked around and rolled up and whoop. yeah like okay. she, like there, there was no like you got me this time, but next time, like she, she, she wasn't allowed any defense, and that is more that is more of a burial than losing a match. Like as I said, like losing a match doesn't necessarily hurt anything. It's it's the follow up to it, and if there's no follow up, and you look like a chump in the process, like yeah, that's when it gets hurt. Like this, this it's like when Kofi, like to use the WWE thing, like when Kofi Kingston lost the world championship. Yeah. Like the fact that he lost to Brock Lesnar by itself wasn't a burial it wasn't a bad thing it's brock lesnar for crying out loud like he comes in there wrecks things and leaves that's what he does it's the, the problem was but the problem was is that like right after that kofi's like hey everyone i used to be champion pancakes yeah you know like that like, yeah, like that's like that's when losses matter is when you do stuff like that for a while yeah like that like that's that's how you, that's what that's when losses when you make losses look like they don't matter and it's terrible uh but they but moving from her to delmi exo uh we had uh, delmi got on the mic yep. she's ready to be back in title contention yes but, and she's back on her winning ways so yes. like she looks like she she she's broken that losing streak so it looks like she's ready to go on yes. uh but janai kai was ready to be a fighting yes. champion she she gave delmi the option to pick a date later or go right now. Yes. And then of course Zeta came out <laughs> and had words for everybody. Yes. And it broke down from there. Uh, I can't believe so. she called my girl a blue a, a smurf bitch. Or or a blue bitch or blue hair bitch. I'm like, oh hell no. Slap her, <laughs> slap her right now, Selena. Uh, but yeah, so like that broke down really quick. Uh, but for me, the most interesting thing actually coming out of this is the Lucha Goons made it to the ring. Our, our Lucha bodyguards, whatever you want to call them, the old guard of Cesar Duran, gave, 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 uh, gave Delmi 
a key, and a self-po. So last month, Delmi got an envelope. So we, we, it looks like we got things in mo in motion because yes. we don't we don't see the we don't see those guys like front and center terribly often. Like we've seen them a bunch in the background, specifically yes. when Selena De Laurenta is on screen. They yeah. are usually lurking in the background or during her matches she's involved in. They will actually, uh, I don't want to say surround, but they will be posted on the yes. other on, on one on each side of the stage. Yes, you know they don't do anything; they just stand there, and so you're like, hey. Where's Waldo? And you've you uh, seen him a couple of times in backstage stuff, just standing there, yeah. away from the cameras. And he's like, okay, here we go. You know, yeah. little sprinkle, so, Azteca lucha. Yeah, so, yeah, thing, things are starting to pick up. And obviously, yeah, they're, well, you you, you dropped the phrase, Azteca lucha. Thing, things are, are mo moving towards Azteca lucha, which yes. coincidentally is the name of May's event. Uh, so... Azteca Lucha for sure is coming back. Yes. We will see what form it will take. And it looks like in some way, shape, or form, well, we got uh, Mystico is, is coming in with, uh, as part, well, maybe not part of that, but as part of the story because Selena had no Idea. had no part of him coming in, which upset her because she, she is the luchador liaison. And then and now we have Delmi Exo getting a cell phone and a key. And, and 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 one thing that I liked, Delmiel speaking, because I actually got scared when she lost the belt against Janika a couple of months ago, and I thought she was going her way out of the company. So I'm like, yeah. oh, please don't don't you don't let Delmi leave. So, and then she had a couple of when she lost the, the triple threat with Tiara James and and Becca. I was like, oh no, this is this is not good. But thank goodness that she's still here. She got to talk, and I'm happy. No, I like I, I I I would be rather not happy if Del Delmi was leaving just because like I don't like people I, I don't like people who hold the championship just to lose the championship just to leave. Exactly. And I know con how contracts work and like these things happen, but I don't think it's a good look for the company that it basically looks like the person only lost the belt because they were leaving the company, yeah, not because exactly. not because someone else was being annoyed with the title, which. Luckily, in our uh, at least I, I will eat crow on this one and be and am happy to do it because you know Delmi you know kept things moving when Taya was mostly yeah, yeah. like it was like yes. half absent or we knew she was not with the company because she's appearing on AEW live <laughs> live Every and whatnot. It's still taped over here. I'm like, oh Lord, not this again. But uh, yeah, so Delmi's still with us, and it looks like she's going to be figuring into some plans in the future. We'll just have to wait and see what's going on there. Yeah. But speaking of plans and things, we have our tag team match with our fast food breakfast sandwich and our world heavyweight champion, yes. Alex Kane, taking on the World Titan Federation uh, new dream team, they refer to them. I don't think that's another official name, but they called themselves the new dream, a new dream team in their promo, which I loved. I loved that WTF Tom Lawler, Josh Bishop promo. Just a weird parody of 1980s tag team promos. Yeah. Oh, it, tell them. And they just kept telling them back. And so they, they tell them. <laughs> it was tell great. Them, hey. I, I love it, which I mean, I, I, uh, Tom Lawler is one of my boys. He hasn't acknowledged it yet, but he's one of my boys. Uh, <laughs> and Josh Bishop actually has some personality when he's allowed to show it, which he hasn't really been allowed to show it that much in MLW yet. Um, but he's also kind of a fun guy to watch. Uh, but that promo was great. Uh, the match, you know, it was a match. Um, the thing, is, once again, 
Yeah, but what? But I'm going to make the complaint that I've been making pretty much like every time we've had a show, you know, the last like six weeks, two months, is that when it comes time to have a high-profile match, WTF choke. Yeah. Like, again, like, you know, not that, not that they can't, you know, especially Tom Lawler, who's talented enough to, you know, turn, uh, turn anything into a pro if he's allowed to either have the microphone or have some screen time. But, like, how again, I stress, how many times can you, you know, lose a big match and still have that aura of a threat? Like, they keep trying to make it sound like WTF is a big deal, and it should be a big deal. Uh, again, I stress, WTF should be a big deal just because of the alumni who's walked through that stable in its, yes. you know, four months of existence. And what do they have to show for it? Next to nothing. You got a really I good... You got a really good Cardona run out of it. Yeah, I, and, I think and they've lost about every, every match they've been. I, I get they, they've picked up wins here or there, but like nothing, it's nothing that's considered. Yeah, nothing that's yeah. considered an important match. They've lost Precisely. every single one of their uh, title matches, and like they've been exclusively like like bogarting the title scene for yes. the most part, and and you know nothing. They they haven't won the world title. They haven't. They have. They've gotten at least one shot at the tag team titles nothing like they'll win a match here or there like josh bishop did technically defeat um matthew justice, justice in the match yeah. you know they look you know all big and bad like before like beforehand like or after the matches because they they they, they, will, they they tend to hold their own in brawls but like but they don't win the match when when they need to well, two, two things that i liked is holiday still there thank goodness and david boy smith jr comes back uh, next show, so yep. he's part of WTF. So at least it's another big name, profile name, that's back with the group. So hopefully, with with him being there on holiday with Lawler, we might see some different things happening going forward. I'm hope. <laughs> and, and thank goodness that Dave Boy Smith Jr. made it out. Yeah, and he he's back a hundred percent, and he's back to wrestling. I'm really happy that he's back. So he's definitely gonna add. Some star power to WTF again. Oh, well, again, to my point is WTF doesn't necessarily need the star power. They they need success. Yeah. And do I think Davy Boy will win his return match? I do. Then they will get. They will find. They will have their return. Their rematch with Kane, and Kane will beat him. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They'll. they'll uh, Davy Boy will get his flowers in a match that me will mean next to nothing. And then when it comes time for Davey Boy to win, win, win the big one, he'll fail too. Well, they, they need to push the WTF the same way they did with the calling. Exactly. The same exact way. Let them win the title, tag team title, and one of those, you know, uh, single, either the middleweight or the open weight for a month or two or whatever, three months, and then, you know, go from there. But, you know, the, the calling, they, they won titles. Yeah, I mean they held they held like they held they they held all the men's titles except for the world except for the world title. Yeah, while wrecking the backstage area. Yeah, and we didn't care like why are they giving those guy titles? And look how fast they that thing folded. Yeah, at least now with Sammy Callahan being there, they become a threat again. You know, so someone serious. But yeah, that's but that's the thing that's bothered me from day one with WTF 
like like we can joke about like no one really wants to watch msl but like i find i do find a lot of the backstage things mildly entertaining in some way shape or form of course t again tom lawler will turn anything golden but like there's not there but there but there there's been no there's been no uh, sizzle to the steak like there's like oh they're big and bad no they aren't <laughs> They should be big and bad because yeah, of who are, they've you're had. Right. No, you're right. They're big and bad, except the big part is out and they're just bad. Yeah, which makes me sad because again, like look look at that roster. Former world champions on that roster, and they can't get they can't yeah. get a win. Yeah, win. They, they had Hammerstone. They, they they have Lawler, who are both former world heavyweight champions. Davy Boy Smith Jr. Well, he only half counts because he got he had the bout of yeah, diverticulitis yeah. uh, before he got to really get, do much of anything. Uh, but like they they haven't really let turn Bishop loose yet. Cardona failed when it came time to really hammer down, at least he won part of a feud and yeah, beat, and yeah, he beat man. His matches, except for the main event, the last yeah, one. That he so won. like, like, yeah, but I mean, the, again, only thing, the only positive thing about WTF is Seda. Yeah. She, uh, she's, she's taking in all of her parts. So yeah. she definitely, you know, she's taking it all in. Like this is me. I'm going to take this. I'm going to kill it as much as I could get it before it ends. And I will argue the the two people that have the most to gain from WTF, like regardless of how it turns out, is going to be Zeta and Bishop. Just because Zeta, well, both of them are really young into their career, but like, but like, but both of them will have the benefit of being around people who've had success in the industry and are currently still like doing very well. Like, I mean, Lawler still does quite well throughout the indies uh, i assume holiday's still hitting up the independent circuit despite being back with yes, lw yes, but yes. i but i haven't heard too much i haven't heard as much coming from him since he came back yeah. in terms of the indies you know um but yeah so both of them you know just having just being able to hang out with your tom lawler's your your uh, matt cardona's etc is going to be a boon for them if if they you know take care you know if they've watched and done their study yeah. Well, there was one more one more match left, I believe, right? Yes. Uh, so we have our main event. Yes. Satoshi Kojima, number one contender for the World Heavyweight Champion, uh, taking man. on Sammy Callahan, the Death Machine. The Death Machine. Yes. Um, yeah. What, what did you think? I enjoyed the match. I like I, I like Sammy Callahan's whole vibe when he goes out there. He knows how to do his job. They hate him. They boo him. He knows what needs to happen to get the crowd against him and get the Kojima, you know, that shine. He did his job. Kojima did his job. You know, he chopped the shit of him later on in the match, which I loved. And, and I look forward to seeing Kojima against Kane, even though we know Kane's going to win this match. But that, that's going to be a nice... Uh, Fights fest, and I want to see some. I want to see King's chest after the match. <laughs> right. So I'm looking yep. forward to that. But yeah, I mean, he did what he's supposed to do. Kojima won, so he's he's getting you know he's getting going in the, in the right foot into next into his show. And Sammy Callahan, he lost. This doesn't do anything for me. That the man doesn't care if he wins or loses. He just wants to do his job. So this is not a bad thing that he lost. He doesn't care about all that stuff. He just wants to. Her people and just yeah. maim and he'll be happy with that. Yeah, I, he kind of advanced the callings 
you know, MO with yes. even within the loss because he 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 took Kojima to that limit. The only thing like and and the match did fall just a touch on the flat with me because they like just because Callahan really went for some of the cheaper heat stuff. Yeah. And like like and I said it on the con is that like okay, like I'm not a big fan of spitting in general. Just like, like well, even in even things, like yes. e e like even in a scripted environment, like it's not my thing. Yeah. But there's a but with any sort of with anything in life, there is a law of diminishing returns. And just the amount of times Callahan hawked a loogie at something, whether it was whether it was the referee, whether it's his own hand, whether it was Kojima, he did it enough times that like I just instead of being like, oh no, we're on now, yeah. Yeah. like it just became like dude's oh, gross slow again yeah and like so like Come that on. was like like some of my complaint was just like he did certain he did certain things like the spitting like entirely too much and it did bring the match down for me like it was a totally serviceable match like i was like it didn't like totally turn me off i'm not i actually i'm not a big callahan i'm not a callahan hater he is kind of hit or miss for me in front of the camera but the do like like but let the guy be on screen as long as it means that he gets to be part of the creative team because the guy's got a good good mind for the business. I, I thought he I thought he is now. He is, yeah, he is he is uh, he is backstage now, and that and that for me that's the trade off of like I will handle Sammy Callahan maybe stinking up a segment or two, as long as like he's backstage with the book or part of the book because he he i think he because i he as long as he's listened to like he will make he will make things better it's just sometimes sometimes during matches he does he may bring down the match because again yeah. like all the spitting like i just stopped caring like what it wasn't a good spot that he, that he runs a pro wrestling revolver okay prw yes uh PWR, I mean. yeah yeah pr yeah pwr yes P uh, uh, yeah yeah, PR, PWR, depending on whichever thing you, uh, whichever yeah. thing you're looking at it. Sometimes it's just WR. Sometimes it's yes, the wrestling. Yeah, sometimes it's, sometimes it's just the wrestling revolver. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, so that's like, out of Illinois or Chicago or. Uh, it's its main base is Clive, Iowa, outside of Des Moines. Okay. Um, but they but they are running like rando places like they they alternate a lot between Iowa and Dayton, Ohio, which is sammy's home base when he's not out in the midwest or i guess ohio's kind of in the midwest but okay which means uh, ohio ohio for killers yeah yeah that makes sense. um but but they uh, they're doing a show in texas they've done a couple of shows i think in cali and then like they tend to do a show wherever wrestlemania happens to be like every yeah other yeah I, think I saw them like team with somebody else um but yeah but like yeah and if you have and if you have uh triller tv and triller plus you can actually watch revolver too and get caught up on things like they, they actually they they do run a good show and it's definitely like the definition of circus wrestling and i don't mean this is a bad thing because i think every i think a good wrestling company is like a circus because if you don't like the jugglers there's the trapeze artists. If you don't like the trapeze artists, there's the clowns. If you don't like the clowns, here's the lion tamers. And I feel like that that I think that's the best analogy for good wrestling. Uh, they they run the full gamut of wrestling styles because they'll bring in bring in some flippy flop guys. The uh, Gringo Loco hangs out there quite a bit. They're bringing in Ares uh, for their next uh, their uh, their show in Texas. Uh, right. They they have the deathmatch guys in there uh, or guys that do a lot of deathmatch type stuff. Uh, Jake, Chris, Alex Cologne, and then to a lesser extent, the Second Gear crew, who do a lot of 
Like, Manders or uh, Mance specifically does a lot of deathmatchy stuff. Manders oh. is more hardcore brawly, but yeah, like yeah, he, yeah. he he will do some deathmatch adjacent type of matches. And of course, Matthew Justice is happy as long as he jumps off things, um, <laughs> yeah. you know. But uh, but uh, they have and they have what's left of the Rascals. They come in quite yeah, a bit. Yes, 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 uh, yes. Masha Slamovich, uh, Slamovich, who does yes. who does uh, is very good technical wrestler when she's yeah. not doing some deathmatch stuff. Like they they they're all over the place. In terms yeah, of, I'm so. Like, about her like she's a, she's a good technical wrestler but you see her do a lot of death matches well those are the best death match wrestlers because they understand like i feel like they understand wrestling psychology and so death matches don't have to be like for the garbage wrestlers like it's it's an art form like yeah. you just it's, it's just you gotta have people who aren't garbage doing it and so that's that's kind of the problem with a, with a light bulb it's an art form yeah oh shit whatever man uh, um, you lost me on that one. I do not agree on that one, but yeah. Uh, you know, it has its place. Do I think it should be all the time? Oh, no. Yeah. But no. but again, there no. there's a big difference on who's swinging that light tube as well. Because like, I, I, you know, you know, Akira, I'll look at in MLW, Akira. Akira is a guy that I can watch deathmatch all the time because he, he's good. He knows what he's doing. He can do creative spots, safe creative spots for the most part. Uh, you know, and everything makes sense within this context he he's not he's not one of those garbage guys who just come in and just swings every light tube known to man you know or like oh i don't know what to do so i'll cut here here's a weed whacker cut me bro like he's not you know he's not one of those and neither is no. and neither is masha you know so they have guys that know what uh, what they're doing with the deathmatch stuff like so i mean and she's young too i think she's like 22 yeah, she just, yeah, she's doing shit like that man i don't know man i'm like oh you're too young for that but, but yeah, so like, yeah, Revolver, Revolver, you know, if you guys have Thriller Plus, cheap plug for them. I'm not being paid for it because right. no one pays me for anything, really. No. Uh, um, but Revolver does do a good show. And like, actually, when I, I went in uh, September this past year, had the what was labeled the funnest match ever, which I don't know. You, you'll either love it or you'll hate it, Muffins. There's going to be no in between. You're not going to, you're just, you're, you're not going to be like, meh. You're either going to be like, that is hilarious. I love it. Or you're going to be like, that is utter bullshit. And it shouldn't be in a wrestling ring. But well, it was, it, it was uh, Matthew Palmer, who's kind of like a half comedic guy in Revolver. He, he's actually based out of Texas. He owns um, Metro Metroplex Wrestling uh, in Texas. So if you've heard of that. I've not watched any of their shows, but I just know he runs that. Uh, but he does, he's re he's professional wrestling's monster hunter. So he's kind of like, almost like a D&D &D character kind of come to life. Um, uh, Dan the Dad, who's a Midwestern worker, who's, gimmick, is, he, 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 he's uh, your father's favorite wrestler. Yes. And is one of my favorite autographs when I got his 8x10, because he's proud of me. Um, and a rare indie appearance of Tyler Breeze. Uh, oh, wow. But it was labeled as the funnest match ever. And it was all the shtick, all the stupid stuff. Like as a pure wrestling match, it's garbage. But it's just for me, it's it was just so bloody entertaining. Uh and so like I I you'll either if it's um revolver redacted, if you have uh fight plus. Um and that match, like I loved it, but it's but you'll either love it or you'll you'll hate it because it's it's so much shtick there's so much shtick involved because they're all quasi-comedic wrestlers you know dan 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 will do his thing where he's hopping around with the with his mug 
Yep. And uh, Palmer's doing his weird D and D cosplay stuff, and the cosplay gets even weirder for that. Uh, for that 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 thing too. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, we're getting way off topic on that. But yeah. So Sammy yeah. Cal- Sammy Callahan's pro- uh, company. So like he does run a good good he's got a good backstage mind um but actually the thing that caught me out of all this uh i don't know if you caught you saw it i i had to i rewinded it but just as uh, we're getting ready to go into our uh we'll call it exit video package hyping up the next event the black flag appeared for like three frames the so ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen if, if mlw is not being overrun enough Yes. Between WTF, the calling, and Promotionis Dorado, the black flag of Contra appeared on screen. And I I am I am curious to what's going on here because Jacob Fatu, like on Twitter, kind of imply like implied that his next match is going to be his last. Again, vague vague posting. Well, is it mean is the he's saying goodbye to Philly because they're finally leaving Philly and going out into the real world away from Philly, or is it his last match? See, I, I saw it well, two different ways. See, I I figured it was his last MLW match, but then the contra flag happened. So I part of me wonders if this is goodbye handshaking, baby kissing Fatu. Yes, and the return the monster. Of, of yeah the monster the, the, yes. werewolf, the werewolf the guy who ran roughshod over the wall yes. the roster because let's face it jacob fatu happy-go-lucky you know make a difference fatu with the with an edge to him hasn't had that much success uh outside of a uh, outside of a brief run with the open weight championship well and also since my arch nemesis joso samael left and last time we saw him, he was in a trunk of a car getting somewhere to a different country. He has Jacob's tattoo has not been the same since that happened. So I, I know I told Chef, and Chef kind of got happy when when I told him about the black hand of, of Contra little thing. So hey, a lot of things changes, but two two years after, almost three years, it makes sense, but where is this all going to fit with yeah they, they are barely, and then you got you know they're, a lucha. this is going to be this is going to be crazy yeah. if, if whatever happens yeah and I, i'm but i'm just curious of like what we're going to see like out of this return of contra is samael coming back are we getting like are we getting like a, a new contra like uh, or like we'll have, they'll have like is it fatu and a you know and a batch of newbies or yes. is uh mads kruger the former cruel coming back because the well, last time yeah. we saw him he got his you know he got his face half blown off and then he was handed a new mask which is now what he wears on the on the yes, indies as and, cool. and, I, and i still see him in the indies as cool and, so and he, he, he's been, he's and he's been you know making a name for himself on the yeah, indies as well there, so yeah. um yeah, so, so it, you know and cruel considered himself like the last bastion of contra so yeah. is he is, you know is he on his way back which i always felt he kind of got a raw deal in mlw he's one of those guys who had all this potential and despite being prominently featured really didn't get to do much of anything like he had a couple he had a couple of banger matches but a lot of his yeah. matches just like they didn't they were meant more for story than they were anything else and so they were just kind of like tapered off did he ever win a title no 
So maybe it's time that he comes back. He's the leader with a new badge, and he finally, you know, becomes the champion of the company. I mean, damn, you're selling, you're actually selling toys with him on it. <laughs> ballers with him after he left. So might as well at least start selling some stuff of people that are actually here. Like every yeah. toy they sold is of people who are no longer there. I, I laugh so hard every time I see a toy commercial for MLW yes. because the only person with the, still with the company is Fatu. Every other person it's left. Not, yeah, before the, the toy even came out. Like, and some people like they like. I don't even know why they bothered. Like Killer Cross. Yes. <laughs> like, like he's like never had. A, okay, he has had yeah, like two matches match. in MLW. Like he's only had like two MLW matches in the last five years. Yeah, I think it was one or two the last time he was here. And then yeah, he had like one match. They the hyped league, another yeah. match, and then he was he fell a victim to the calling back when the calling was yes, just yes. off screen. And then and then we saw just back the, in the I called them the calling card killers because all you yeah. saw was unconscious bodies with the card on them. Yeah, the career killers. Okay, here, here's the card. Go to WWE or go to AEW. Yeah, and this, this, this is your, this is your pass to get out. So, like, I basically, know. everybody who got a pass on them a card, they're no longer there, which but, is crazy. Yeah, and just for like every toy to just be guys that aren't in the company for some, you know, for whatever reason. Even the uh, little midget got a toy. Yeah, like micro. It's a terrible. It doesn't yeah, even look like him. Yes. It's it's not even. It doesn't even look like Micro Man. It doesn't have the singlet. It's not the right mask. Like, I don't know, man. Like they, I think they just tried to rush a toy and then they they let him go anyway. Yeah. But and thank God I was happy about that one, so I didn't care <laughs> about that one. Get out, get him out of here. Sick of like them, dude. Uh, but yeah, so I'm curious to see what's going on with Contra. Like for me, like. Like the like that that is one of the little things that saved this event for me because for like for my humble opinion, like uh you know, reload didn't do a whole lot for me. I felt the matches were for the most part meh. Like they weren't terrible. Like they weren't yeah. garbage matches. They weren't duds. But there were just like a bunch of like two star matches that didn't seem to have that yeah. that didn't necessarily that also didn't necessarily help further any stories either uh like that that's the secondary thing like this is kind of why you need to have like a fusion because you don't i i feel like you don't want you don't want to hype up an event and then have it be uh, no offense really truly intended because it's not as bad as i make it sound but like as mediocre and meh as this you know this pre you could, uh, this, have, three, you could have three episodes of fusion and it wouldn't have, week, and it would have softened and next week for leading up for the Saturday show. Yeah. And it would and it would have softened the blow, but instead you're hyping this up as like a premium event. Yeah. And it oh, was free. all a free. Yeah, as a yeah, a free a premium event. You know, but like they're hyping it as this a big deal. And then we have a bunch of like two star matches that didn't further any stories, really. Anywho. You know, but yeah. Like, but we've beaten that horse yeah. to near death. Come here, Mr. Ed. You know, and if we're being too negative, that's why we have a comment section. So, of course, hit that thumbs up. Get those noties. If you haven't subscribed yet, be sure to hit that subscribe button. You know, leave a comment. Tell tell me how I am too negative, and tell and and leave a comment about how cute muffins is. No, like that, you know, it's, you know, run the gamut of things. Praise no. muffins. Poop on me. That's that's what we do around here. Yes, poop on me. <laughs> on me. <laughs> Leave muffins alone. Direct all your hatred uh, to yeah. me, and 
leave me alone. All that good stuff. <laughs> but again, yeah, no. like, in all seriousness, yeah, it helps the algorithm if you hit like and leave a comment. So it helps broaden the horizons and allow more people to see this and give our very real takes about MLW yes. and whatever else that happens across our minds, like giving a rave review to Pro Wrestling Revolver. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever um but yeah so you know hit all those things follow the socials scrolling down at the bottom urban wrestle nw uh, you know anywhere you get your socials i'm at the nova of casts as it is on my screen i am the host of mlw confusion that that podcast is found anywhere you get your audio podcasts uh sometimes i tweet about things that aren't wrestling related i'm on blue sky for some odd reason that's also at the nova of casts do you follow muffins? Muffins is a bit more real talk and less Dada esque as I uh, than I am. Um, and of course, once February hits up, check out five, uh, Ten Pounds a Pod. That is yes. making its return. In the meanwhile, if you've missed any old episodes from the YouTube's, you can get them in audio format now too, if that is your preference. Because yeah. let's let's face it, like you can only look at whatever random autograph I have behind me so many times each week you can only guess which indie wrestler shirt i'm going to wear each week and you know muffins is just going to wear astros and rocket stuff every week too so it might be better to catch things on the spotify i don't know i mean that's if that's your bag that's your bag man uh but yeah so hit us up on the socials follow us on the socials we're sometimes just as entertaining there in the meanwhile you know like comment subscribe i think we've covered all that good stuff so i guess it's two weeks then because that's what MLW is doing. So yep. in the meanwhile, we out. Deuces!